All right, guys, you guys are in for a treat today. This is not necessarily a podcast, but this is, I want to say, chapter 12. Let's look. Yes, chapter 12 of the relationship course that will be coming out by the end of the month. Um, now, chapter 12 is titled Take Taking the Lead. All right, chapter 12 is titled Taking the Lead. So let's get into this. Now, taking the lead, it, it's very crucial in relationships, right? I think that taking the lead is so important, so much so that, well, I know today's society isn't all relatively religious, right? Um, but I feel like that's a good place to start because although America isn't as religious, but I feel like uh, most of the world is. And me growing up with uh, a relatively um, religious family, um, something that was taught is that a man should lead. Um, um, I'm not Christian, I'm Muslim, but I know these are same values that Christians share also that a man should lead. Um, so much so that it says in the Bible that a woman should uh, serve her serve her husband as if he's the Lord. Obviously, being husband, emphasis on husband. But what are the point of relationships? So you can eventually lead to marriage. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? You have a girlfriend, you get to know this person for some time, for some years. Some people take months, and then you eventually get married. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but taking the lead is very important. Um, and in chapter 12 of the relationship course, this is what we're going to be getting into now i feel like a lot of guys even when it comes down to dates like there's a lot of guys who take coaching from me and they're like oh well you know um you know we just didn't have chemistry and i'm like well why didn't you guys have chemistry uh on the date he was like well you know i was like talking to her but she wasn't reacting she wasn't necessarily flirting um she wasn't really like you know picking up on things she didn't really make any decisions and that's the problem. A lot of you guys expect the woman to lead. And although there's this notion in society that, you know, things are 50-50, and I don't agree to that. I don't agree to that when it comes to paying, which is obviously at the benefit of the woman. And I don't agree to that when it comes to leading. I feel like a lot of women, um, and this is not a, a jab or anything, but a lot of women are very indecisive, especially in my experience, especially in experience with a lot of the guys that I talk to and a lot of the guys that I coach. Um, so, and I think this is very crucial in a relationship. And I know a lot of men want a submissive woman, but the issue is you don't know how to lead. And to be fair, you guys should know how to lead. And what I find is a lot of women don't mind submitting to their husband. A lot of women don't mind having their husband lead or their boyfriend lead. And the problem is a lot of you guys don't know how to lead. Now, I know there's a lot of things in society that are counterproductive to that. And there's a lot of things that challenge that. So uh, we're going to put a lot of these things to the side and we're going to talk about what it means to have a man be an effective leader. Now, this is the one of the main reasons why I give coaching to men a lot of the times, because a lot of the times when a woman wants to 
come to me for coaching and try to fix a relationship. I find the best relationships is usually when a man leads. And that doesn't mean that your lady is a slave. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have a voice. It doesn't mean any of those things. It doesn't mean she's getting oppressed. It doesn't mean any of the nonsense that a lot of women may lead. It doesn't mean, you know, your woman's on a leash. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. It just simply means that you're, you are a leader. Um, you're someone that respected and you are going to make the better decisions. And a lot of times men usually do make the better decisions when it comes to leading, like, you know, um, making rational decisions, making logical, logical decisions, making a lot of decisions that aren't um, based in emotions are, you know, rooted in emotion. And what you'll find is when you know actually how to lead, women are willing to be submissive. Women are willing to allow you to take the lead. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But first things first, she has to trust you to know how to lead, right? And when it comes to this whole leading in a relationship, especially when, uh, when, um, when you're getting to know a woman, she's going to test you. She's going to test you on it. And if you find yourself not leading your relationship, you're probably a little more feminine than your lady. <laughs> or you make the decision to. Because what you'll find is a lot of guys get into relationships and they start off good. Um, but they just, they think that once you get a girlfriend, you don't have to game your girlfriend anymore. And by game your girlfriend, what do I mean? Now, this is chapter 12. If you've been paying attention all along, you understand that um, having game and playing games are two different things. Now, a lot of the guys make mistakes in thinking, once I got the girl, once I'm married, that's it, everything done. But that's not how it works. You have to be consistent in how you game your girl. So what is gaming your girl looking like? Uh, you know, um, understanding what proper distance mean, understanding and implementing the right type of anxiety, understanding what it means to have um, the right amount of space, understanding what it means to be romantic, understanding what it means to turn your girl on, understanding what it means to keep the attraction at a very high level over the course of years, over the course of years. And I feel like that's something that I've I don't want to say mastered, but I'm extremely well at it, is keeping a girl interested in you very high over the course of years. And a lot of guys don't know how to do that. The divorce rates don't correlate with that, right? Um, so women will test you. And one of the tests that uh, a lot of guys get is compliance tests. And what you'll find is a lot of guys kind of just give up. And what I hear from a lot of men, they just be like, well, you know, a lot of times, bro, I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I just let her have her way. I don't even fight with it. I don't even like, you know what I'm saying? I just I just say whatever and I just go, you know what I'm saying? I just let her do her thing. And I'm like, well, you know, I get that. But you got to understand you still want to lead your relationship. And a lot of guys don't understand that when you when you fail to lead your relationship, a lot of women will start to resent you for it. But let's talk about compliance tests. What is a compliance test? <clears throat> well, a compliance test is basically, and these usually come at um, at the beginning of a relationship, a compliance test. And what does a compliance test look like? Well, you can be on a date with a girl and she may give you a compliance test because she's testing to see if you have the leadership qualities. And a lot of girls do this unconsciously. A lot of women don't do this consciously. Um, they're just going to test you. So what is a compliance test? So say, for example... If I am safe, we're at the bar and we're at the bar, I'm talking to a girl and she'll be like, well, here, hold my purse. Stay right here. I'll be right back. 
And you're just like, okay, I'll stay right here and hold your purse. No. You say, um, excuse me, miss. Do what now? Um, and what am I getting for holding this purse? Oh, why you got to get something? It's not what you got to get something. But why are you, why are you commanding me and demanding me like I'm a, like I'm a puppy, like I'm a dog? Like, am I your child? You know, and you kind of want to be bold and call her out on it. And a compliance test almost sounds something like that. Or say, for example, and she's like, oh, can you go to my car? Or not even saying, can you? She'd be like, oh, um, do me a favor. Go to my car and go get my purse for me. Um, excuse me. Go get your what? Um, no. Um, if you can act nicely, then followed by a kiss on the cheek, maybe, then I'll go to your car and maybe consider getting your purse for you. And a lot of guys fall into this trap, not even knowing it's a trap. A lot of guys aren't even aware that this element of a relationship even exists, right? And it's something that you have to be aware of because some women will dominate your relationship and you may not think it's a big deal. Now, for example, if your woman says, you know, oh, and she's a professional in a certain type of area, maybe in finances, and you're not, and she's no, she knows better with than you about this topic and she's trying to advise you to something okay cool it will be very smart to take her advice on that especially if that's her field of profession right but it shouldn't be a correlation all across the board now i do understand that there are some women that have ocd and they are like very very like tuned in and they want things a certain way and that's fine but you have to understand your respect must be paramount and that respect must be there in the relationship. And you don't always have to listen to, but you have to discern between the things that are like mandatory and the things that are crucial versus the things that you have to do. Like say if she says, I want to go to the movies tonight. Okay, well, I don't want to go to the movies tonight. Well, I'm going to go to the movies. Well, you can go by yourself. I don't feel like going to the movies now. Well, we can go get some food and then maybe, you know, we can go to the movies. And I'm not saying you have to be combative all the time. Now, for example, me, myself, what I do is like if I'm with a lady or if I'm with my lady, whatever the case may be, and she's like, oh, man, you need to clean up your room. It's just a reflex for me. I'd be like, don't tell me what to do. And then I'll give her a little smirk. But I'm low key dead ass serious. <laughs> and but like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, I need to clean my room. Well, why don't you help me? Why don't you get started on it? I'm sure I'll clean my room. You want to help? And. It's just little sub communications like that. And I'll say it for everything. She'd be like, oh, wow, this is really nice. You should buy this. Don't tell me what to do. And it's just always don't tell me what to do, right? Because there's just that, 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 that just, that's just me naturally. I just, ever since a young age, I hated being told what to do. I can't even have a regular job because I don't be, like being told what to do. And I'm not somebody who couldn't keep a job. I've always had jobs. Um, but I think at the tender age of 28, I stopped working jobs. <laughs> I just like, you know what? I got to go into business for myself. I cannot work a job, you know? So I think little things like that, you have to understand the compliance test. So when it comes to compliance tests in a relationship, especially when dealing with women, you have to be able to, you have to be able to discern and be able to decide, de decipher whether this is something that you have to listen to versus this is something that is uh, not something you have to listen to. You have to understand that you're, when you're being tested and when you're not being tested. And you got to be careful with some females. Some females will manipulate you <laughs> into thinking that you have to listen to them. You know, for example, and, and this is very elaborate. So take the time to listen to this and pay attention. Females will manipulate you in very subtle ways too, just to get their way. And you got to be careful because the more aware that you are, the tougher these little tests get. So 
I had a friend that I was training, right? Because I'm a, I'm a fighter, professional fighter. So I had a friend that I was training and I'm training her and we made a deal that maybe she would do my hair uh, and didn't pay me like a small amount every week or at the end of the month. And, you know, I had told the girl that I was talking to, I told her this and I said, you know, well, this is what's going on. Now, she wasn't too happy about it. She was like, why don't you ever let me do your hair? And I'm like, she can really braid. You can, you know, kind of braid, <laughs> you know, she's not the best at it, but she can braid. And so a few weeks later, um, we had got into a little conversation. I was telling her about, I was having a little disagreement with this girl and she was trying to say something was misogynistic that I do. And I was like, that's not even the case. And she was like, oh, wow. And, and then the girl called me Andrew Tate Jr. And I was, she was like, I was like, she trying to be, she trying to be funny. She was like, see, that's disrespectful. Somebody who would disrespect you like that, I wouldn't deal with at all. You shouldn't even give her any lessons. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait how'd you try to throw that in there? And she's like, well, um, because her trying to call you Andrew Tate, because a lot of women don't like Andrew Tate. And I'm like, I'm well aware. And she's like, well, her trying to do that, you shouldn't uh, work with her because she's being disrespectful. And I wouldn't let anybody disrespect me. I wouldn't tolerate that was you, right? If I was you. So here you see, she's trying to manipulate the situation and tricking me because she knows, I, she knows I'm very, very big on respect. Very big on respect. I don't tolerate disrespect from anybody. And her knowing that she tries to play on that to say, okay, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't tolerate her. But, you know, it's just a conversation. You're not going to have a foot debate with people all the time. And that's that's not a big deal. So you got to be careful with that, um, with the compliance test. Now, believe it or not, some guys don't know how to lead in relationships. So what does it mean to actually take the lead and knowing how to lead? Well, first things first, you have to be decisive. You have to be decisive. A lot of women aren't very decisive. They really don't know what they want to eat. So first example is food, right? If, you, if you've been in a relationship with anybody, a lot of women don't usually know what they want to eat unless she like is a, a foodie or she like reviews restaurants because I've, I've dated people like that. And um, you have to be decisive. You have to be decisive with your decisions, knowing what you want, taking the lead because a lot of women want to be led. They might not say it, but they want to be led. And a lot of guys don't know how to do that. And there are some men that are indecisive, but you should be a little more decisive than what she is, right? So honestly, be able to make decisions, be able to make fast decisions, be able to make critical decisions, be able to make decisions that are rooted in logic and not emotion, because you do have some emotional men out there. And emotional men, it's not good because a man gets emotional. He usually starts to cause destruction and does things, you know, really petty. And women can too, but it's get a little more on the abusive <laughs> domestic violence side when it comes to men, right? So learn to be decisive. Uh, and in a relationship, you want to be making a lot of decisions. You know, when she says, I'm hungry, I'm like, cool, this is a place I want to go to. Let's go here. Um, I want to go on a vacation. Let's go on a vacation. I want to go to Greece. Well, if you don't have the funds for Greece, well, here's some other alternates that we can do. I'm um, thinking between, you know, Jamaica or DR, PR, whatever the case may be, we can go to these places. This is in a budget, especially if you're paying for it, right? Especially if you're paying for it. Um, you want to make the smarter decisions. Making smarter decisions is not necessarily saying that your lady is not as intelligent as you. Now, if she is more intelligent than you, um, then you may want to consult <laughs> but making the smarter decisions is basically not being and making decisions um, rooted in emotion. 
You don't want to make emotional decisions that's not for the best for both of you. You want to make investments and decisions that are good for the both of you guys. So um, just making the smarter decisions, being decisive, um, and making most of the decisions in the relationship. You know, you'll find if you are taking the lead effectively, what what will happen is your lady will start to call you and be like, hey, I have a question. Um, I was thinking, what should I do in this situation? So she should come to you as a consultant. She should come to you for guidance. You should be um, almost, not exactly, but almost like somebody she looks up to you. Now, you're not going to be perfect. Yeah, you'll have flaws, but uh, she should look at you as a leader. Um, now, another thing is, being the protector. Now, obviously, you want to be a protector. Now, I know a lot of men, <laughs> you know, what comes to mind is like Kevin Hart, right? I've, I've watched so many stand-ups with Kevin Hart. He's always like, well, I'm not, I got money. I can, I can give money, right? Like, but I'm not, I'm not a fighter. And I don't exactly agree with that. I don't believe any man should should not know how to defend himself. I feel like every man should know how to defend himself. If you don't know how to defend yourself, I feel like you should always know how to defend yourself. And this is a part of taking the lead in your relationship. So even if you're not good with your hands, your hands and feet, but if you're not the best scrapper, I advise you start taking lessons at least two to three days a week to learn how to fight, at least to learn how to defend yourself. Even if you take 30 minutes out of your day, every day, look at a YouTube video on basics on how to fight. Start with just hand-to-hand -hand combat, like maybe boxing, right? Um, knowing how to protect you and your family. If you have one, eventually your family, you and your girl, when she goes out with you, she should feel protected. If you're in a state where you can carry a firearm, conceal carry, I'm not saying going looking for trouble. I'm not saying, you know, put bad energy out there, but understand that you can protect yourself and you can also protect her. When she feels safe and trusts you to lead, she trusts that you'll protect her. She trusts that nothing bad is going to happen when she's in your presence. So these are one of the components and one of the facets when it comes to taking the lead as a man in your relationship. Um, now, if you're a fighter, if you do these things, if you're a, a gun-toting cowboy, then, you know, obviously she'll probably feel protected. But that also goes back to not being emotional because even if you can protect her and if you, um, and you have the equipment and the hardware to protect her, you don't want to make emotional decisions because emotional decisions can put both you guys and you know a threatening place are at you know are in harm's way so another facet another component of taking a leading relationship you want to be the protector you want to be the protector now this is another thing and this is a whole other slide and i've talked about this plenty of times before it's being the provider now obviously you want to provide and providing isn't always money um, you can provide security um, you can provide a certain type of feeling um, you can provide certainty, um, you can, you can provide warmth and you can provide comfort, um, and you can provide emotional stability, stability, mental stability. Um, but when we're talking about finances, I feel like the best place to be is, you know, 80, 20. Now, what I mean by 80, 20 is you are paying 80% of the time and she pays 20% of the time. And... Now, I know that everybody is not into that. A lot of people believe in doing 50-50. And what I find is when you do the 50-50 thing, you don't really have a really extremely submissive girlfriend, at least not all the time. And a lot of the things that I see when guys do the 50-50 thing is 
oh, you know, she complains that I don't do dishes. She complains about this. She complains about that. When you're providing most of the time, um, you usually get less pushback. And if you are getting pushback still, it comes down to your dynamics. What I find in, in most of the cases that the guys that I speak to, um, when they are providers, um, you know, they get less of a hard time. And anything outside of that, it comes down to your game and how you're gaming your wife and how you're gaming your girlfriend, whatever the case may be. Now, not everybody can afford 50-50. But I'm telling you, once you start paying for more things, your problems will be less. For example, I had guys that complain about, oh, I come home from work. She doesn't want to cook food. I'm like, well, what is her excuse? Well, she's working. Okay, well, she's working a 16-hour shift or an 8-hour shift. Well, yes, dude, she's probably tired. It makes a lot of sense. And I was like, well, how about this? You don't necessarily have to take care of everything, but how about you take some of her responsibilities so she can work less and this way still have those things provided for you, right? And a lot of times they don't want to make love. Oh, she's tired. She doesn't want to make love. Now, money could be a thing and you could take less hours away from her. So she has to do less. But I'm telling you, that should never, ever really matter. Because I've been with plenty of girls in relationships where they worked all day long, exhausted, 16-hour double shifts, whatever the case may be, still come home and still jump on me without me asking. So this is why I say when the money isn't right and maybe the money is right and you're still having problems, it comes down to your dynamics, which is why we're doing the relationship course in the first place, right? Because you'll see like how come you don't go through that, but I go through that. But it comes down to your dynamics and how you're dealing with them. So when you are doing this, the best thing to do is if you don't want to at least do like 50-50, you can do, um, you know, maybe 60-40, uh, 70-30, 80-20, 90-10, right? Where the case is you pay for 60% of the stuff or 70%, 80%, 90%. What does that look like? Maybe most of the times when you go out, you pay for food or most of the times when you go out, maybe you know, maybe sometimes she'll pay for food, not, not, not that much. Now, if you're living with her, you pay the mortgage or the rent, you pay the car note, you pay both of you guys' phone bills. Cool. Um, but she pays like maybe the food every once in a while, or she may buy you some clothes or buy some groceries. Um, that's if you guys are living together. But if you're not living together, a lot of the times when you go out, like say, for example, if you're doing like, you know, 60, 40 or 70, 30, you guys go on a trip, You'll pay for everything. She just has to buy her own ticket. You know, simple. Now, if she complains about that, that's crazy. Because if you're playing for hotel stay, you're paying for all the food when you get there, you're paying for your ticket. Only thing she has to buy is a ticket, especially if she gets a cheap ticket and you guys pay month in advance. It'd be like $100. Just buy your ticket, right? Or just give me the money for the ticket. I'll pay for both the tickets. That's it. I got everything else covered. Now, most women won't complain about that. Um, but then depending on the caliber of women, when they're just dealing with these millionaires or guys that get money, it's different. I mean, you can't afford that girl. She knows her, she knows what she wants. Let her go for it. Unless you can game her well enough to where she doesn't care about that. She just loves you and wants to be with you so much, then cool. And, and that's pretty much how that should go. Now, another thing with taking the lead in a relationship is keeping your masculine frame. Masculine frame is very important now. What does that mean? Masculine frame is not always being feminine, you know, staying straight, you know, she's always joking. And, you know, sometimes you can laugh. It's okay to joke around. But if you're like, oh, my girl, girl, 
you getting all, you know what I'm saying, getting a little loose, you're getting a little zesty, as they like to say. <laughs> if you find yourself getting zesty and, you know, always laughing, always expressing your emotions too much. Now, there's something wrong with learning how to express yourself and more or less, I like to say communicate. There's nothing wrong with communicating, rather. But when you get to the point where you're always expressing your emotions, always crying, always uh, always just always complaining and saying, you know, things like, oh, how come you don't treat me this? How come you don't call me? How come you never really care about my emotions? And it stays consistent. You got to be careful of that because a lot of women will put you into that trap. They're like, I want you to express yourself more. I want you to talk about your emotions more. I want you to do this more. And sometimes this can be a trap. It can be a trap because guys will give into it and they'll start to do it. And then they'll see their woman to start to get turned off by it. Um, but it's okay to communicate. But if you're expressing yourself so much so you start to come off like a female and you start to get in your feminine state, then you start to put her in a masculine state. Now, it's okay with venting every once in a blue moon. I would say don't do it all the time. Some some people in their school of thought will tell you never vent to your girl at all. Never show vulnerability because there's some girls, if they're vindictive, they'll use it against you. But if you listen to the first few chapters when I talked about the filtering mechanism, if you filter your woman out right, hopefully she's not that kind of person. Um, now, just keeping your mask in frame and staying solid emotionally. Don't be super emotional. Like I said before, don't make emotional decisions. Oh, you block her on everything because you're upset because she didn't remember your birthday. I had a kid just the other day who called for a private, he called for a private call and he's like, hey, KB, um, so I spoke to this girl and I got mad at her and blocked her and everything and blew up on her. I'm like, well, why'd you do that? Because she forgot my last name. Because she, what? Are you, are you fucking serious? You, you blew up on her, cursed her out blocked her because she forgot your last name and then he said uh, and on a different occasion he got mad at her and blew up on her because she forgot his birthday mind you this isn't even his girlfriend that's just an example these are not things you should be doing don't get me wrong you should know your worth know your value and don't tolerate disrespect but don't be extreme because when you start to do shit like that you're the problem <laughs> you're the problem and now you're being overly emotional and you're acting just like a female right you're acting like a female you shouldn't be oh you forgot my birthday you know what i'm blocking you i'm, I'm not talking come on now come on and so when you have all these women all, all on these social media platforms talking like you act like females this is the reason why and i know a lot of you guys are guilty of it i've never been like i've never been like that maybe i have high levels of testosterone i don't know what it is but you guys have to uh stop acting like females because that's not it and when you're taking the lead and you want to take the lead in your relationship and you want to have the right type of criteria to lead in your relationship and allow your woman to be in a safe place to be submissive these are a, a very big uh you know facet something that you should definitely pick up um now on to the next uh reasons why you never let her lead now a lot of the times, and this is why I see in a lot of cases, especially with married couples that I talk to, when they let their woman lead, what usually tends to happen is they start to get emasculated, they start to get disrespected, and there's and then uh, once a woman usually loses respects for you, once you lose that respect, shortly after the attraction dies down next, 
Um, and then if she's in a marriage or she's in a deep relationship and and you can't fix that issue, that's when the cheating starts to happen. Unless she's just like a ruthless vata, you know, and she's just one of those girls that just don't even care and it's in her blood to just operate in that manner. Now, a lot of the times guys let their woman lead. And how do you let your woman lead? When you say things like happy wife, happy life, whatever you want, I'll give it to you. Now, it's okay to say whatever you want, baby, because that's good game. You're telling the things that her ears wants to hear and her eyes wants to see, right? But if you don't actually operate that, like say if she's being good, she's submissive, you still take lead, you still demand respect, you don't allow her to disrespect you, you say, hey, this is what we're doing. I don't want to go there right now. This is not what we're doing. Now, it's okay to take her suggestions sometimes, right? But you have to understand you have to lead. But when you allow her to lead, the guys who say, you know, oh, my wife is the boss. Oh, that's the boss. We got to ask the boss. Oh, let me just, oh, we going out tonight. All right, let me just tell my wife what they really mean. Let me ask my wife for permission. Now, I'm not saying that all women are going to cheat because there is some women are just not built like that. Women don't do that. That's just not in their character. But cheating is a lot more prevalent now than it's ever been in U.S. history. Because women's roles has changed in society, and they're the only people's roles that have changed in the society. Children haven't changed. Men haven't changed. Pets and animals haven't changed. Government's still corrupt, maybe just a little more pushing <laughs> pushing stuff that, that is a little far-fetched. But they're the only people whose, whose roles in society have changed. So you have to learn to take the lead. Don't allow your woman to lead because even though they may say they want it, women say a lot of things that they don't want. You have to give her what she needs and not what she wants all the time. Women make emotional decisions. They may think they want something. Like, for example, I've talked to plenty of girls. They're like, oh, I like guys that are reclusive. I don't like guys that are outgoing. I don't like alphas. They date me. Oh, my God, I don't know who I am anymore. You're just so different. I never dated a guy like that. You make me re rethink everything. Because women say shit, but they never experienced a certain thing. So how would they know? So they draw a conclusion based off their experiences. So when a woman says she likes to lead, that's fine. And you don't.